Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's talk to our next guest. Elliot Shore-Parks obviously does a sensational job covering the Eagles. Unfortunately for him, next week and for all of us, the uh, offseason may begin. He better uh, get ready for the NFL draft free agency Elliot I don't think it's going to be a deep playoff run good morning pal man good to hear some optimism on a Friday Joe glad to have you back <laughs> well I right, Elliot so here's the the irony I swear to God when I woke up yesterday which was um about 9 30 I literally didn't hear you know the show yesterday I was taking all sorts of medications it was it was kind of nice to just you know sleep in um I actually was like all right, all right maybe I talk my way into the Eagles winning this game and then I see the twists and turns of yesterday. Elliot, I thought yesterday was a fiasco for the Eagles. What did you make? I mean, they didn't play a game yesterday, but for me it sets me back in my belief that they'll win this game. What did you make all the twists and turns yesterday? Yeah, I think the only real big news from yesterday is that A.J. didn't practice at all. Um, being down at the Novacare, I didn't see him in the locker room. Uh, so, you know, I will say his absence yesterday, obviously not ideal when you consider how important he is to the offense. But – but outside of that, I mean, Devontae said he's definitely playing. I know that the Jalen Hurts finger thing about him not throwing uh, until yesterday, you know, that's not great to hear. But I would guess there's most weeks that Jalen doesn't throw between uh, the, the game and the first practice of the week. So I think Jalen is going to play. Devontae said he's going to play. Um, today is going to be a big day for AJ. Like, is he limited? Is he out there? Do we see him? But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think yesterday really changed my opinion too much on what I think is going to happen in this game. Elliot, what do you know about Jalen? Because Jalen said what he said prior to practice. What do you know about his throwing in practice? I know the media doesn't get to see much of this anymore. Right. And the Eagles officially listed him as a limited participant. Do you have any sense of how much he threw in practice? Yeah, so limited, I would guess, means he did not partake in team drills. Um, for the portion of practice we are we are allowed to watch, he didn't really throw it a ton. There was one drill where all the quarterbacks were throwing it. He threw it one time and then didn't throw it the rest of that drill. Wow. Um, so, you know, you can read into that what you will. And I is that a drill that he would normally throw, like, every time it's his turn, so to speak? I mean, you would think, like, that's say, unusual for him so. to step out of that, right? I, I would I would say so. That's yeah, not I mean, good, that's, man. That's yeah. not good. But, yeah, but so, but outside of that, I mean, again, we'll see if he's full today. I just, I think Jalen's going to play. Now the question is, you know, when he plays, because I believe he will. Like, how does that finger react? How, how, what type of grip can he have on the ball? We know this year fumbles have been a problem for him, so that would be something I'd be concerned about. But he did have two gloves on uh, during practice yesterday. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's about how he'll react in-game more so than if he'll be active. And you said you did not see A.J. at all yesterday? I, I did not see A.J. He was not out at practice, um, and I did not see him in the locker room. I mean, possible, I guess, that I, I missed him out on the practice field somewhere. He certainly wasn't practicing. He might have been out there, you know, in a jacket. But I, I didn't see him, and I didn't speak to another reporter who saw him. And do you have any any further information on when they expect him back? Also, how often has that happened that you just haven't seen a guy where a guy has not been there on the field or off? Could he be get, could he be getting treatment during that time? Yeah, I would I would say that's pretty standard for someone that's dealing with with an okay. injury. Um, well, that's you know, good. Sometimes you'll see guys out there like uh, when Zach Cunningham missed a few weeks, he he would be out there watching practice. So I I, I, w- I more just mean. Coming in the first first day of practice of the week, you would have hoped to see him at his locker, you know, like something sure. like that. But like like when Devontae got injured after the Giants game, we saw him in the locker room. You can mm-hmm. tell he was feeling good. So there just wasn't that re- positive reinforcement, I guess, is the best way to put it, of seeing him. Him not Ooh. being at practice when he didn't practice is not super out of character. Okay. Um, as, to, as to his chances of playing on Sunday, yeah, I would think that's the one I'm most concerned about. I mean, that's a that's a MCL injury he has, right? Like it's a it's a bad injury. That's what they're um, saying. It's MCL. Yeah, and, and okay. when you saw him on the field, I mean, he was clearly in a lot of a lot of pain. So, mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I think he's you know maybe sixty forty to play if I had to put a percentage on it. And how worried should we be about Reed Blankenship not practicing at all yesterday? Yeah, I mean it's not ideal, especially with with a with a muscle injury. Uh, you know, I heard you talk about how they play a lot of three safety looks. The issue, I think, especially with losing Reed. Uh, is that the communication amongst the safety is going to be crucial against mm. Tampa Bay. They're top 10 in the league in completions of 40 yards and completions of 20 yards. So their offense is not super consistent. They don't move the ball like methodically down the field, but they do get big plays down the field. And one way to prevent that is with strong safety play and have good communication. Mm, yeah. So with already losing Sidney Brown and then not having Reed back there, if he doesn't play, and I would still guess he does play, but, the, you know, obviously not practicing yesterday. If he's not out there, that it is, it is a big loss because Tampa does make big plays down the field. Beat the hammer coming up in about five minutes. By the way, we'll take the fifth caller in the contest line. Caller number five. You'll be competing in Beat the Hammer in five minutes. Caller five at 215-988-1258. Caller five, Beat the Hammer in about five minutes. Elliot, let's just say Blankenship can't go. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But let's just say he doesn't. We know Sidney Brown doesn't play. Um if they were to put three safeties out there, maybe they would dial it back to two. But if they chose to stock it with three, who the heck are they? <laughs> it's a great question. I mean, obviously, Byard will be back there. Uh, I would imagine Tristan McCollum will be active for, for special team duties. So, so I don't know if you want to put him out on the field. I mean, one, one option is Avante Maddox. Uh, you know, obviously, he's played the position before. Bradley Roby maybe wasn't great this year, but I think at least is at the very least serviceable. He's played in playoff games. He's a veteran player. Maybe you try to put Avante back there, uh, you know, with his experience he has. So, but the bottom line is it's, it's not great. Like if Reed doesn't play, this team's uh, mm. depth of state is an issue. And just to you know point point that out, like they signed Justin Evans to be a starter this year, who had missed two full seasons prior to it. So like they you know they kind of took the risk of making Justin Evans their guy as being in this situation in terms of dealing with injuries and guys unable to go. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Elliot, we, we got news this week about Jordan Davis being fined for his weight. Uh, do we have do we know other guys who are being fined for their weight or getting disciplined and have you seen other players who've reacted to that news? That that was that was interesting that that came out. Yeah, so I'm unaware of any other players that are being fined. Um, you know, and, and no players have talked about Jordan being fined. Uh, mm-hmm. I think ultimately with, with Jordan Davis, yes, like he, being in shape is clearly key for him. But let's not act like he's some different player than they drafted. I mean, in, in college, he was not a pass rusher. He didn't even play on third down. Stan George, I think he got off to a good start in camp. And then the first few games of the year, he was good. But ultimately, through, through the two years he's been here, now two full complete seasons, he's not somebody that gets after the quarterback. So, look, weight is always going to be an important thing for him, much like it is for all defensive linemen uh, and offensive linemen, right? Like, those are big guys. It's hard for them to stay in shape during the season. But ultimately, what his issue is, is he cannot rush the passer yet. And when the Eagles drafted him, they said, like, we need him to be a three-down player. He has not turned into that. And so, while the weight is a disappointment and maybe it's a factor in it, I think ultimately through two years, he's not developed into the impact player versus the passer that they hoped he would. Wow. Has it been uh, a distraction in any way? Uh, the Brian Johnson we up for jobs, possibly interviewing, that sort of thing. There's been talk about it this week. Is it much ado about nothing, or is there something to be worried about there, Elliot? No, I, I don't think that's a distraction. Sirianni talked about it yesterday and said, you know, in, in his opinion, and I, and I agree with him, like, that's a bit of just a narrative thing. Like, Brian mm. Johnson is still going to be in the Novacare doing all of his work uh, like he normally does. Look, am I sure that when he's driving home or at night, is he, like, thinking about it? Yeah, of course, like any human would. But, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's a distraction. If anything, I think it should be, you know, a sign to people that he has two head coaching interviews uh, everyone wants him gone. This last year, when Gannon got interviews, everyone was like, oh, can't wait to see him leave. Clearly, he's missed. Like, the, the, it's not a good thing if Brian Johnson gets the job. The Eagles should want him back next year. You don't want turnover on your staff year over year. So I, I think the real takeaway from these interviews is not that he's distracted. It's that the Eagles are at risk of losing another coordinator. All right, Elliot, final thing here. Let's, let's frame this game for the importance of Nick Sirianni's career. Gut feeling from your end. On the Friday before this Monday game, do you believe Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman are thinking, if we lose Monday night, we will fire Nick Sirianni? Yes or no, they're thinking that? No, because I just don't believe they would make the decision off of one game. In my opinion... Well, it is an off of one game, to be clear. No, no, it is, but, but I'm saying, like, at this point, off of the losing streak they've had, they've been around Nick... Uh, for three full seasons. They've been around him, obviously, the, these last two months when things have fallen apart. Like, that's what you make decisions off of. Jeffrey Lurie, I don't believe, will make this big of a decision off of Monday night because it's only it's, it's 60 minutes of football. Like you Well, let me – okay, well, I'll ask the question differently to you. When this season's over, based on what's happened this season, do you think they're thinking we're going to fire him? I think there's a chance that Sirianni is fired, yeah. I, I think it's, it's not crazy to talk about. I think there is a chance that they will move on from Sirianni. I just think if they're going to, like, they probably have a good idea of it heading into Monday night. 
Is it, Elliot, don't you think there's a greater chance that, that he could be jettisoned because there are such great coaches out there and available on the market? 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting dynamic to it, for sure. Now, you have to feel like you'll be able to get one of those coaches, right? right. Like, um, you, if you look at it, like, the times the Eagles have entered the coaching market, they have not exactly had, like, the pick of the litter, right? You right. look at who they are, and, and they've ended up being great coaches. Like, Doug was obviously a great coach. Uh, Nick has done a great job. But it's not like the Eagles have consistently gotten the top candidate. So, Man. yeah, I think it's something to consider for sure. But, yeah. but ultimately, I think the decision has to be, do you feel Nick can turn this around next year? And then you, you go from there. Uh, All right, Elliot, wonderful job, buddy. We'll talk to you on Monday. I know, uh, you know the game and you'll be in Tampa. Thank you, Elliot. Good stuff, pal. Yep, sounds good. And the, and the names John's referencing, and we won't put Saban. My gosh. I think everyone knows Saban's done. He's not coming here and, and no. to the NFL. But Belichick, Pete Carroll, Harbaugh who you got to think's in play, and Vrabel. And by the way, and you, what about the fact that you can make a case Bill Ra- Belichick, Vrabel will have the best future of those four. Yes. But, because he's, young, he's the youngest. But you cannot deny there's been a fascination with the way that the Patriots have run their front office and their team here with Howie Roseman yeah. in Philadelphia. And Jeffrey Lurie. And Jeffrey Lurie. And you've, you've got Matt Patricia here on staff. Yeah. You've got Josh McDaniel out there somewhere. He's the offensive coordinator that worked well best with Belichick. You got the defensive coordinator who worked best with Belichick here in town, Matt Patricia. Well, I'll give you one more point, and then we got to get to Pete Hammer, but I'll give you one more point that could, that could be a Belichick to here thing. So there's a lot of talk about Belichick. He goes somewhere, he gets the number one pick in the draft, blah, blah, blah. There's also something to be said for he's old. He wants to win 15 games. He wants games. to win. And he can do that here. Yes. This is very real. It, I it, think it's so a realistic too, possibility. I, you, I am excited I about agree. this possibility. I can't even contain my excitement about I, this possibility it. because it's so real. I agree with you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.